no longer an apartment 125, but it is surely unfiltered. Welcome back to 125 Unfiltered, and this is going to be one of my most exciting episodes of all time. You know why, ladies and gentlemen? The New York Giants are a good football team. I don't know how they did it. We're 4-1 and one after week 5. I had to wait on this episode. I didn't want to jump the gun when we when we were 2-0. and oh. I didn't want to jump the gun when we were 3-1 and one and beat the Chicago Bears. But ladies and gentlemen, the New York Giants are for real. They are legit. This is a good football team. Brian Dable for the win. I'm going to give you guys my thoughts on the season. Going to run through pretty much every player on this team because on paper, doesn't look the best. But they got some talent. They got some heart. They're playing with grit right now. I am proud to be a Giants fan right now. I'm going to break it all down. Let's get started. I am pumped for this. So, coming to the season, I was pretty pessimistic. First year coach. Is Daniel Jones the guy? We don't know. Not much talent. Injuries all over the place at wide receiver. Kenny Galladay's contract. And this team. Let me... Now, I, I want to be realistic. Schedule has been pretty weak. And it's not going to get much harder. It does not get much stronger whatsoever. But you got to play the games that are on your schedule. So, Giants beat the Titans week 1, 21-20. The Saquon Barkley two-point conversion to set the tone for the entire season. I don't care what people say. Tennessee is a good football team. They're number one in the AFC last year. I don't care about Ryan Tannehill. It's still Derrick Henry. We only held him to, I mean, what was it, like 80 yards yeah, 21 carries, 82 yards, less than four yards a pop. Uh, I don't want to hear anything about Tennessee being a bad football team. That's a pretty good team. Carolina Panthers, I'll give it to you there. Squeaked out a 19-16 to when not a pretty game. The game on Monday Night Football against the Cowboys was so frustrating because Cowboys scored like, I think, what was it, 13 unanswered. CeeDee Lamb kind of went off in the second half. No, no receiver play whatsoever. This was a tough one because Kenny Galladay, the week before this, was complaining about playing time, and then he drops two passes. Sterling Shepard tears his ACL, pretty much our only competent receiver who was healthy at that point. David Sills falls on a freaking post route to cause the Trayvon Diggs interception. J- Daniel Jones just running for his life. This game was kind of a, a shot back down to earth for the New York Giants, but what do we do? We say, we don't care about the Cowboys. You know what? We'll take that loss. We're going to go back home or are we going to stay at home, and play the Chicago Bears, beat them 20-12, to shut down Justin Fields. Defense was great that game. Daniel Jones has some nice bootleg plays in the first half. And then, we're going to London. We're 3-1. and Everyone's calling us Mickey Mouse, which, I mean, I can't lie, it's kind of funny. But we're playing the Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. The last Aaron Rodgers game I can remember is when he destroyed us in the playoffs after the boat photo. The Hail Mary to Randall Cobb beating us, what, like 37-10? to Kicking off five years of misery for the New York Giants. And we're down 17 to 3. Aaron Rodgers is dealing. We're down 20 to 10 at halftime. But the Giants are a second half football team. They are fighting and they keep fighting and fighting. They score 17 unanswered. Shut down the Packers on third and fourth down in the red zone. Two batted passes, one by Kayvon Thibodeau, one by Xavier McKinney. And just like that, with some good clock management, taking the safety. A forced fumble on Rodgers at the end to not even let him get a Hail Mary throw off. But the New York Giants are 4-1. and one. Now people are saying to me, they're not going to win the division though because of the Eagles and the Cowboys. That does not matter. This is a team that has been devoid of hope and good football and excitement and being proud of your team. We haven't had that 
in five or six seasons since the season with Odell Beckham Jr. when he went ballistic with Eli Manning and we lost to the Packers in the wild card game. This team hasn't had that in so long. And the fact that we are 4-1 and one and we're playing competitive football and we're playing up to our competition and we're beating the teams that are worse than us, this is a good football team. And this has been the most fun it has been to be a Giants fan in a long time. Beating the Packers was a statement win. It was huge. It showed that this team can compete with the top teams in the NFL. Because I don't care what you say, by the end of this season, the Packers are going to be a Super Bowl contender because Aaron Rodgers is going to get on page with his offense. And they weren't on the same page really in that second half, but you got to give credit to that Giants defense. And speaking of the Giants defense, let me list the players who were injured for the Giants by the start of the fourth quarter. First, to start on offense, you know, all three receivers, Kenny Galladay, didn't even make the trip. Same with Kadarius Tony, He has like two hamstring injuries. Wandale Robinson, recovering from a knee injury. Sterling Shepard, ACL. So arguably, our four most talented receivers, gone. We're starting Richie James. We're starting David Sills. We're starting Marcus Johnson, guys. Marcus Johnson was a practice squad player. And Darius Slayton, who Darius Slayton was fantastic on Monday. He's our number one receiver moving forward until we get some of these guys back. But I'm looking at our depth chart right here. I'm seeing IR and O all over the place at wide receiver. Daniel Bellinger, he's been a nice pickup at tight end, the fourth round rookie. And then Saquon Barkley gets injured for a drive. And now defense. No Leonard Williams. He's our best defensive player. Most impactful. Stops the run. Plays defensive end. Can get to the quarterback. He's huge. No Aziz Ojolari. Second best edge rusher. You could say first because Thibodeau, uh, I mean, he's making an impact. He was great against the Packers, but no big sacks yet. Adoree Jackson gets hurt. You got Aaron Robinson on IR. Fabian Moreau gets hurt. No Cordell Flott. We are starting. We we started Justin Lane. Who is that? We picked up Landon Collins to even play him. And with all these injuries, three cornerbacks, gone. Defensive linemen, gone. No number two edge rusher. He's gone. No receivers. No Saquon Barkley for a drive. And Daniel Jones wills this team to 17 unanswered points. And the defense holds up and gives Aaron Rodgers no points in the second half. And we beat the Green Bay Packers. How incredible is that? That is a good football team. People can laugh at the Giants all they want. But bad teams don't win with the players that they had. Devoid of talent. Injuries galore. Yet they found a way, and that, first off, comes to coaching. Brian Dable, if the Eagles weren't as good as they were, would be the front runner for Coach of the Year. It's going to be Nick Sirianni right now because the Eagles are very good, and they're 5-0. and And Jalen Hurts has emerged as an MVP candidate, but Brian Dable's right behind him in second place. Brian Dable has instilled something in this team that Joe Judge and Pat Shermer could not. Even Ben McAdoo. These guys love Brian Dable. They love playing for him. He fires these guys up. He's one with them. And it makes sense. Look how he was with Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, who's offensive coordinator in Buffalo. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to run an offense. And with the guys that we have, he and Mike Kafka, offensive coordinator, have been so creative. The end arounds, the wildcat plays with Saquon Barkley, getting Daniel Jones out of the pocket, using one of his greatest assets, his feet, to run for yards. One of his biggest weaknesses panicking in the pocket, making bad decisions, taking it away. He has had one bad play like that all season, and that's the pick he threw against the Tennessee Titans. 
since week one. He has been pretty darn good. He's looking like a starting quarterback. And the, the Daniel Jones drive that has impressed me the most this season with no Saquon Barkley, we're down 20 to 13. We started with the ball pretty much at our own 10 yard line. We have to drive 90 yards. And with Darius Slayton, David Sills, Marcus Johnson, Matt Breida, and Gary Brightwell as our skill position players, Daniel Jones goes, I think he went seven of seven down the field on a very good Packers defense, scores a touchdown with Gary Brightwell to make it 20-20, and then Saquon comes back. He obviously scores a go-ahead touchdown. Defense cleans up the job, but that drive could be a career-defining drive for Daniel Jones because for once, and he's done it a lot this season. First off, he has three game-winning drives. That's the most in the NFL, but we have won because of him. We have not lost because of him. The game we lost was not his fault. He is helping us win games. And when we need him to step up and be the quarterback to take you to the promised land, he has actually done it. To go into some stats here, Daniel Jones, 66.7 completion percentage, completing two-thirds of his passes, 848 yards, nothing to write home about. Two touchdowns, or no, sorry, three touchdowns, two interceptions, only two picks, that's pretty good. But he's also ran for 230 yards. That's 5.6 average. Ran for two touchdowns. Daniel Jones is making it happen with his with his arm and his legs. Again, Dable and Kafka using his strengths to his advantage. And Daniel Jones has looked the best he has ever looked in his career. I don't care that he's only thrown for a little under 170 yards a game. He is a reason we are winning football games. And that's what you need in your quarterback. And I've got to say, I'm starting to change my mind a little bit on this guy. I love what he has done. And he's a fighter. He's a warrior. This guy takes so many hits. Daniel Jones, is a, he's, he's a warrior, and he's turning into a winner. But none of this will be possible, guys, without Saquon Barkley. 533 yards on the season, three touchdowns, a long of 68, averages over 100 yards a game. By the way, he also has 143 passing yards. I mean, this guy's the best running back in football. I don't care about Jonathan Taylor. I don't care about Christian McCaffrey. I don't care about Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Dalv. None of these guys are better than a healthy Saquon Barkley. This guy is the most talented, most fierce runner in the NFL, and he's proving it this season. He's willing this Giants offense. He's that good. And I don't care that he only has three touchdowns. He's running for five and a half yards a carry. I mean... What else we need? He's taking wildcat snaps. He's catching passes out of the backfield. He's making big runs. He had that awesome uh, awesome run against the Dallas Cowboys to take the lead. He has, he's had a 68-yard rush this year. The go-ahead touchdown against the Packers. I mean, this guy's Superman. He's incredible. I love Saquon Barkley so much. My favorite player probably ever in the NFL. More than Odo Beckham Jr., guys. Saquon Barkley is a class act, he's a great player, he's a great person, and he's the leader, along with Daniel Jones, in this offense that is helping us win games. Because I have to say, guys, running the ball and playing good defense is a formula to win in the regular season. In the playoffs, we don't know. It's all about the quarterback in the, re- in the playoffs. But for the regular season, if we run for 150 yards a game and place all defense, whole teams to under 20 points, we'll win. We'll win football games. We're averaging 179 rush yards a game. It's a formula, guys. 
This is not a Mickey Mouse team. This is a team that has found its identity and is sticking to their game plan. They're not asking Daniel Jones to be a gunslinger and go throw for 300 yards. They're asking him to manage the game, take care of the ball, make smart plays with very little help at receiver, and then have Saquon Barkley do the rest and lead the charge. Be the cowbell that he is. Love how this offense is right now. And it's only going to get better. Kadarius Tony, please get healthy. Kenny Galladay, please start catching the football. No Sterling Shepard really hurts guys. But Darius Slayton's had a, had a good game. Richie James has been pretty good. He's the leading receiver, 171 yards. But obviously Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley is the reason we're winning on offense. But it's this defense. This defense is so gritty. I love how this defense is playing. Xavier McKinney, very underrated safety. He made the big fourth down play, the line of scrimmage, but he's got 24 total tackles. He's, I mean, four uh, passes defended. This is a really good young player. He's not going to have these massive, insane plays like like a Derwin James, but he's just consistently really good. Adoree Jackson has really turned into a good number one cornerback. I know C.D. Lamb got the best of him, but Adoree Jackson is very good. Julian Love is also great. This defensive line. When healthy, you got Leonard Williams, the run stopper. Kayvon Thibodeau already has three passes defended. Doesn't have a sack yet, but just wait. This guy's a freak of nature. Aziz Ojolari, just get him back healthy. And the linebackers, not bad either. Tate Crowder, Jalen Smith. Darnay Holmes at corner in the nickel. He's been pretty good. And once this team gets healthy, they can seriously make the playoffs. And not to mention special teams. Graham Gano has only missed one field goal this year, and it's because it got blocked. He had a huge game against Carolina. He's pretty much automatic at this point. So, when you're looking at this team, they don't beat themselves. They're going to play hard-nosed defense. I mean, they're holding, I mean, Titans 20, Panthers 16, Cowboys 23, Bears 12, Packers 22. They're holding teams to 20 points a game. And with the clock management... Especially the, the the clock management they showed in the second half against the Packers. Packers only had like 12 minutes of of time of possession with on offense in that second half. Giants dominated that game. Long drives, running the ball, running out the defense. Daniel Jones playing smart football. This Giants team is really good. It's so much fun. I love watching them play. And if you guys think that this is just a fluke or like they're going to slow down, let me read you guys their schedule. They play Baltimore on Sunday. That's, we're probably going to lose that. Lamar Jackson, pay him. He's great. Probably going to lose that. So we're 4-2. Then the next four games at Jacksonville, at Seattle, at or home against the Texans, home against the Lions. Those four games, tell me we can't win at least three of them. Jacksonville, they, I mean, had a nice start. Trevor Lawrence was pretty good, but he just lost to the Houston Texans. Not sure about that one, guys, but... Jacksonville, are they, I mean, they're not too legit. The Seattle Seahawks, Geno Smith's been fantastic. I mean, he's the leader of my, one of my, of my, one of my fantasy teams with the money league. Absolutely no defense whatsoever. They will not be able to stop the run. Playing at Seattle is tough, but not a, not a great football team. Houston Texans got off of one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the NFL. Giants are going to destroy them in that game. And then the Detroit Lions, once again, absolutely no defense. They're still growing. I mean, Dan Campbell, he's still finding his way. I mean, Jared Goff had a bad game last week. You get killed by the Patriots. It's it's a promising team, but 
it's a pretty that's a pretty week four game stretch. And then you play at Dallas, that's probably gonna be a loss, but then you play the Commanders, the Eagles, Commanders again. Playing the Commanders twice with that four game stretch. The Giants can easily get to at least eight wins. And then you just gotta win one game you're not supposed to. They already did against the Packers. And then you're at nine wins. Nine wins will be good enough for the seventh seed in the NFC this year. This is a real thing, guys. The New York Giants can really make the playoffs. Now, am I saying they're going to go to the NFC Championship? Absolutely not. They probably won't make it past the divisional round. Daniel Jones does have a cap on his play. He does have a ceiling, but with what he has to work with, he is really on a prove-it year. He's playing good football. I think there's more to come. I I mean, these play calls with the bootlegs and getting him out there running, and I think once you get Kadarius Toney back, this offense can really transform. This guy's electric with the ball in his hands. Just let him, give him a slant route, get him a zig route, get him a go. Get him with the ball in space. He can turn into a number one wide receiver. The guy's just got to get healthy. And then maybe, just maybe, there can be a reunion between Odell Beckham Jr. and the New York Giants. How full circle would that be? I think it should happen. We need Odell Beckham. We could use him. He'd immediately slot in as the number one wideout. Coming back and probably, I think he's looking for free agent suitors in November. Uh, I mean, I see him going back to LA for the Rams, maybe to the Chiefs, maybe to Baltimore. But the Giants are not out of the question if they're gonna they're gonna make a run at these playoffs. So that's kind of my take on the New York Giants. As I'm sure you can tell, I'm so excited that the Giants are relevant this year. Being 4-1, we haven't been 4-1 since 2009. And this is a very similar team to the teams that won the Super Bowl. Personnel, attitude, style of play, coaching. I love it. This has really got me back into the NFL. I was losing faith my New York Giants because they just weren't fun to watch for so long. But this regime has currently got it right and again great scene Saquon Barkley back healthy he's truly showing why he's the best running back in football we got Baltimore next week at home gonna be a tough one but guys I'm stoked I'm happy and I'm proud being proud of your team is very underrated it's a little bit of an emotional episode for me isn't it wow New York Giants really getting me in my feels, but I got to say, guys, it feels good that I can wear my Saquon Barkley jersey and be a Giants fan and just let everyone know that we're here, we're back. And give this team a couple years of of growth with some right draft picks down the line and getting a number one wide receiver, because we clearly fail at that with Kenny Galladay. Don't get me started on him, but this team can do some serious damage. But again... They're only four. They're four and one. It's only five weeks in. Don't want to overreact, but I think that win against Green Bay really showed what type of team this is. Put the world on notice, but we'll see. We'll see you down the line. That's going to do it today for 125 Unfiltered. Stay tuned. Got fantasy football coming up. Some big dubs in week five. Uh, a bit of a mini trade that I made as well. So we're going to break that all down in the next one. But for this one, thank you so much for listening, and I'll speak to you next time.